I feel good. You feel good? I feel really good. You feel so excited? Yeah. Are you so excited? Yeah. Feel, <laughs> feel good. Feel good. I, sorry. I'm trying. I'm just, I'm all good. Just cleaning my glasses. I love that. All right. Let's <laughs> go. I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pelosi. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our stupidly large DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs enter. One disc leaves. This is DVD Deathmatch. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. hello. Um, we did it again. <laughs> we're, we're here for another. <laughs> against all odds. <laughs> Against God's will itself. <laughs> we watch two movies. We're going to talk about them. We really are. That's the thing that we do. We say it every week, and then we do it every week. One of the movies, fully appropriate for this week. Yeah. Now, like... This spoilers. Is, this is like a, a... I don't even know how to set this up, because even saying it's a spoiler for a thing... I know. Sets it up. So... I, I think we just say, if you know, you know. Yeah, about, we'll leave it at that. If about, you know, you know. About how High School Musical <laughs> shows up in, I don't even know what this would be. What is this? What is I don't another? know. Yeah, exactly. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. If you know, you know. It was the uh, halftime show at the Super Bowl this week. Was yes. High School Musical, as we all know. Yes, Zac Efron put his dancing shoes back on. That's the thing one about this week's time. episode that is appropriate <laughs> to this week. The other thing about it, though, is that yeah. Anyway, we could leave it. I'm just yeah. Well, and it's just funny because we, as you said, we've had a couple of coincidences like that last week. Last week's episode was uh, Groundhog Day, right? And it happened a couple days after Groundhog Day, right? Which we missed, and I don't think we talked about it no, on the podcast. Really. We didn't really. We, we kind of just fully ignored that fact that we were. Watching and then what Groundhog was the Day. other one? It was, maybe it was a face in the crowd, which we were going to watch on the night of the coup, right? <laughs> right, then, right, right, right. And then uh, yeah. So and then this week there is a thing that I would say if you know. You, you know, know. about because there's a big spoilers, you know, for other things related yes. to this thing. Oh, how infuriating! If you don't know, how infuriating is this? No, this is the worst. I would hate this. Let's move on. <laughs> for, for that reason, let's move on. Let's move on. What is our current count, man? Twelve ninety-seven. Nice. We're getting there. We're chugging along. <laughs> Are we chugging Are we along? Ever? What's the, is the goal to to Half it? The goal is to get to zero. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'd say the goal is to have a nice time. Okay. I love that. <laughs> Talking about flicks <laughs> with one that you love. I love it. All right. This week we watched High School Musical and X-Men Days of Future Past. That's right. That's what we watched this week. Those yep. are the two movies. Yeah. We're going to start with... Um, High School Musical. High School Musical, man. Which I had never seen. And I had seen several times. Yeah, and I, <laughs> but I did know all the songs. Yeah. From Osmosis, uh, just of being around. I, it, I don't remember you playing them a lot. No, but... I, I don't remember playing them a lot. I possibly 
like sang them a lot. I sing. I sing a lot, you guys. Yeah, you do sing a lot. You know that. That's something you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't love know. It. And I, I love your singing. It's great. Well, especially this first one, because this is not this. The songs from this first one are. Uh, not good. No, they get good. they get better as I. But I feel like they get better, and I like them more as the because this is a trilogy, you guys. Um, I feel yeah. like they get better as we go on. All right, let's start. So, High School Musical, two thousand six, directed by the one, the only Kenny Ortega. Yep. Um, IMDb summary: A popular high school athlete and an academically gifted girl get roles in the school musical and develop a friendship that threatens East High's social order. Yeah. Very, um, like a very Greece style setup yeah. where they like meet at a ski chalet of some sort and mm-hmm. sing together and then find out that they're at the same high school. Yeah, they're from they're from different worlds. You might even say a very Romeo and Juliet setup. I guess so. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I, by with the Greece thing, I mean they meet they in meet one place on and holiday. they find yeah. that they're in. Yeah, yeah. On holiday? What? Am yeah. I British? <laughs> what just happened? In it. Um, In it. Ginger biscuit. Ginger biscuit. Um, great. <laughs> just go through all the British words that I can say. Napoleon, Napoleon. What? Napoleon, Napoleon. It's <laughs> from an interview with Daniel Radcliffe where he says oh that when he found out Napoleon's first name, no, last name, sorry, obviously last name was Napoleon, he said, What? what? Napoleon, Napoleon. <laughs> it's the That's best. That's the thing that we say. It's the best. Anyway, um, <laughs> so it's this is a Disney Channel original movie. It sure is. Probably the first Disney Channel original movie I've sat and watched. Yeah, that's probably true for you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I've met you. That's probably true for you. Um, we did actually start to watch Descendants one night. Uh, yeah, with, with our daughter, not yeah. just like on our own. <laughs> and um, but then she had to go to bed. Yeah. Was, um, but yeah, this is the and this was a phenomenon when we yeah. were in our like early twenties, I guess. Yeah. Well, the thing is that like so because right now there's a real resurgence of nostalgia for Disney Channel movies. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I, that's like a Disney because pl- Disney Plus came back and like yeah, so there came back came on and it brought yeah. all these things up. Yeah, so like, and and I feel like there's a lot of, I feel like, and and I mean this, this is true, I. <laughs> I feel like, and this is true. I don't know, <laughs> but I, I think what I was trying to say was that this proof, High School Musical proves the point of yeah. what I'm about to say. Jesus, um, has two sips of tea and she's off her rocker, guys. Um, she's crunk on tea. <laughs> uh, I. I am slightly too old for a lot of that nostalgia. Like that's not that's not quite yeah. me. We didn't um, grow up in it. Like, well, Disney Channel was also. I don't feel like it was a big deal when we were kids. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like oh yeah, sorry. Slightly, slightly younger than us was like that's so Raven, the Sweet Life of Zach and mm-hmm. Cody. Exactly. Slightly younger, and like that doesn't mean. Like, whatever that means. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying that you can't watch it if you're older, because obviously I did. Yeah. But I remember, because, so High School Musical 2006, that is, you know, we're living in LA, we just graduated from college, so not necessarily the demographic for it. And I can remember clearly, like, I'm a musical theater person, 
And people kept talking about it. And I was like, oh, I don't, this seems stupid. I don't want to watch this. And then I like caved and watched it. And I was like, okay, that was kind of fun. That was kind of fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm definitely too too old for it, quotey fingers. But um, I don't know. I, I, I remember really enjoying it when I finally caved and watched it. Okay, we fixed some audio issues we were having. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, high school music. High school you were musical. talking about your complicated feelings, and actually they're not that complicated. Yeah, actually not that complicated. You it like was, it. It, was, it was just, right. Like, it was just one of those things where I was like, well, clearly that's not for me. I'm, I'm clearly too old and mature for a high school musical. And then I watched it. I was like, okay, it's kind of fun, though. <laughs> well, it was like a huge cultural phenomenon at that moment. And yeah. Then, and yeah. Yeah. But that being said, I have not, uh, you know, I feel like, so there's, there's, you see, you see the high school musical, the DVD comes out later, you buy the DVD, you watch it a bunch and then, well, you know what I mean? You buy it and then you watch it a bunch. Like you, this is for any movie. You see it in the theater, DVD comes out, you buy it, you watch it possibly more than once. And then it, and then, then is the real determiner of how much you like it. Do you watch it again and again forever and ever and always or not? And I definitely was not reaching for High School Musical, the first one. Right. The other two, because it's part of a trilogy, mm-hmm. the third of which was like released in theaters. Like it was a full oh, on actual right. film. You're I right. went to I see it with Genevieve. That. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> um, point is, <laughs> I, I wasn't reaching for the first one a right. lot, but I have watched the other two a fair amount. Okay. Um, I like the songs better in the okay, second and the third one go. is basically, and, and there's also like a little bit of, especially with the third one, the third one has a lot more production value and, yeah. um, you know, like you said, it was a phenomenon. It right. happened. They clearly did not know what they had when they did it and people lost their goddamn minds. Right. So what they had was Zac Efron, young <laughs> Zac Efron, young <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Yes. Or Troy and Melissa. <laughs> Gabriella. Gabriella. <laughs> <laughs> um, Close, and they, uh, you know, it's. I mean, you already said the plot synopsis, and that's the whole thing. There was a lot more time in the movie spent with the teachers than I would have thought. Okay, um, there was a lot of made of the director Darbus, Darbus, and the uh, Troy's dad, who's the basketball coach. Yeah, there's a lot of just like back and forth with them. Yeah, but then there's also all these other ancillary characters and uh, who are kind of you know, um, have their own thing going on. The whole theme seems to be like everyone's in these, uh, particular groups, you know, Mm -hmm. the jocks, the nerds, whatever. Yeah. And you shouldn't break out of those. Stick to the status quo. Yeah, exactly. There's a whole song about it. And so, (laughs) which I mean, is not, that seems, that's a pretty common high school movie theme thing. Yeah. But at least, at least, yeah, sorry. Okay. No, I just was going to comment on the fact that, like, I don't remember. I mean, like, guys, the movies are not, like, real life. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, just thinking about, like, my high school experience. And it's not that there weren't um, groups of kids who did a particular thing and hung out together. Do you know what I mean? But I also feel like, and maybe this is me being naive and me trying to be, like, the contrarian that I truly am. But I was like, no, like I, yeah, I'm like a theater kid, but I'm also a cheerleader and I was on student council and do you know what I mean? And and, and like national honor society. Like I was like, I don't know that like, 
that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think, I think that's a thing from, like, John Hughes movies and, and before mm. and, and everything is just that feeling of you walk in the cafeteria and there's the nerds and there's the jocks and there's the goths or whatever. Yeah. And it's Mean Girls and it's, I mean, I think, um, a lot of movies play, like, 21 Jump Street plays with this really mm-hmm. in a funny way where, like, the nerds are kind of the ass, like, the environmentalist nerds are kind of the assholes. And yeah. Stuff. Um, but I think that that's a... a a thing that I'm just agreeing with you that like actual high school, at least for me and you, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe this just means we were just like in a weirdly, uh, in like, a weird subset, in, in a weird subset of floaters, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like theater. And I mean, I was certainly not a jock or anything like mm-hmm. that or, or didn't play any sports ever. <laughs> um, but also I didn't feel like some, did you ever try a sport? Like, did you ever, Cause like I tried a bunch, like I like played softball for a little while. I think I did. Tr- oh, I did track for a little while. Hmm, okay. And then settled on cheerleading. Hmm, right. Obviously, I settled on the performance sport. Right. Exactly. <laughs> did you ever do try anything? Oh, I was a swimmer for a while. Sorry. <laughs> um. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Anyway. Uh. Oh, I have a question. Okay, so they start the movie at this ski resort where mm-hmm. Troy and Melissa meet. And, <laughs> and they get roped into doing a karaoke duet together. Yeah. And it's the song is Something New. Yeah. So in the world of High School Musical, Something New is a song that exists that everyone knows. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a weird blurring of the lines. And they don't actually... So that happens in the movie, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, well, they sang a song at karaoke. Yeah. And then the next, like, musical number doesn't happen for another, like, 15 or 20 minutes, and it's the basketball players <laughs> all of a sudden singing Get Your Head in the Game. Gotta get you, get you, get you, get your head in the game. That's probably my least favorite song. I like the songs in this movie. <laughs> I think they're good. But anyway, um, the, uh, what am I saying? So... If you, there's a person who's watching this who doesn't really realize it's an actual musical with like people stopping what they're doing to sing uh-huh. until about 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying this and I'm like, well, it's a Disney Channel original movie. What do you, who cares? Like, what? It's also called High School Musical. It's also for children. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> what are we doing? Well, like, on the, in the same vein of what are we doing? Um, Let's talk about the acting in this film because it is extremely Disney Channel movie acting. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that like I mean he, they're they're all children, but we've also seen a lot of these people, not a lot of these people. I'm talking about Zac Efron do other things. Yeah, right. And he I think I genuinely think he's a good actor. Yeah. Um and and he he did stuff before High School Musical that I think he was a good actor in. He was on a show Summerland. Yes. Oh my god. Um, and he was he was really good in that, like acting wise. <laughs> um, that was before High School Musical. Yeah. Zac Efron. So, we've seen so, him. Both. Yeah. So we know that Zac Efron is a is a good actor, and and he acted before High School Musical, and he acted well before High School Musical, and then in this. And I'm not. I'm. I. I don't say that to say that this acting is bad, but I, but it. But it is specific (laughs) it's very disney channel it's very um it's very disney channel like i don't know how else to explain it and 
what the note that I took was, can we look at this like its own subset of acting like Mamet or Meisner? (laughs) Now, hear me out. Because I I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And and I I asked the question because we watched this with our eight year old. Yeah. And she responded to it. She was paying attention and, you know, she's eight. So she's bopping around and doing other things. But. We had to pause it in the middle, and she was like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, she was watching and paying attention. So that type of acting is clearly, and and obviously this works, it's clearly meant to grab an age group and grab their attention. Right. Clearly it works. Right. Disney is successful. <laughs> yeah, they know what they're doing. Right. So, so. Although I will say, sorry to cut you off, but I will say that one time we were she you know she, like we were browsing around on Disney Plus or something mm-hmm. she was looking for something to watch and she saw some sh- some show on there that was like a Disney Channel original show mm-hmm. and um she was like oh can i try this and i was like sure if you want to try it and she started it and it was Disney Ch- it was Disney Channel style acting with the fake laugh track and oh, like no. the very clear like this is a set. It was supposed to take place outside and just didn't look... It, you know what I mean? It was a very one of those very constructed Disney Channel sitcoms for kids. Mm-hmm. And it was like 30 seconds in and she was like, I don't like this. Like, <laughs> I don't know what this is and I don't like it. And it, it rubs me the wrong way. And I, and she she, chose, she was like, I, I'm not into this. I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to turn on something else. And uh, I was very like... She's like, I'll never watch TV again. <laughs> well, I was very like weirdly like... I don't know. I mean, this is stupid, but I like, cause kids should be allowed to like stupid shit. I'm not like whatever, but I was very weirdly proud of her. Cause I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's not like good. You don't like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, so fun fact about high school musical. Okay. That is not Zac Efron singing. Really? Yes. Now the subsequent films, it is him singing. But I didn't the first know that. film, uh, somebody on the team decided that his voice was not high enough, so he has a vocal double. Now there's one part where he's singing on the balcony. Yeah, that is him because it's live. Right, quotey fingers. Um, <laughs> but everything else That's is some other wild. person. I know. I didn't pick up on that at all, and usually it's so clear. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they so, did it. So interesting. Interesting tidbit. Yeah. Um, what else <laughs> about High School Musical? Uh, it's fun. Here's the thing about it. It's cheesy and it's stupid, but it's fun. And I am all for anything that is going to spread the joy of musical theater and be a gateway for actual musical theater. So, like, yeah. thumbs up for that. Um and you know it's very stupid, but it's really fun. I think. Yeah, um, <laughs> Ashley Tisdale's funny. The guy is funny who plays her brother, Lucas Grabeel. Grabel. Yeah, I don't know how to say his last name. Sorry. Yeah, I thought he was good. Mm-hmm. They have that very unfortunate number at the end. Um, bop to the top. Bop to the top where they're Yikes. doing, which is like a um, Gloria Stefan style kind of like yeah. song. I don't know what that genre is called exactly, but I don't have the the word at the top of my mm-hmm. brain. Mm-hmm. But then they're also doing these Latin accents throughout it, and so it's just very yeah, unfortunate. It's, it's the only part of the movie for me where I was like, "Ooh, yeah, all of this." Yeah, um, I mean, not that well, I, not that like, I was watching the rest of it, going like, "I, I love, love this." this. <laughs> well, and that that one in particular really um, shines a flashlight on this is 
some older person's idea of what high school kids would sing. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, and that's how I feel like all of the musical numbers in this first one feel slightly out of touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's real cocaine energy to the end we talked about. Like by the end, they're just like, there's that pep rally and, 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 and right. And Melissa runs on and she's like, she's like, she's like, I won the, 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 the whatever it is. Oh, Odyssey, we're all in this together. Odyssey of the mind or whatever it's called. And, uh, yeah. Odyssey and he's like, I won the basketball game. And then they're just Academic like going, decathlon. there you go. And they're just like going insane in the gym. And like that, you pointed out, there's one shot where, uh, Vanessa Hudgens just looks not like bad, but she looks no. so tired while she's dancing. Like that, yeah. that just like in the club, three a.m. Like just like I'm still fifth... dancing, but I am a shell of a human. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and it's it's not bad. It's not that's not a criticism of her. No, she's going hoard. But uh, it was very funny. And um, one, in- I'll I'll wrap up my comments. I love that on. One very interesting thing watching this with our eight-year-old mm-hmm. is that, like, halfway through or towards the end, she just turns to us and goes, is this animation? Mm-hmm. And we were like, what do you mean? And she was like, is this, like, real people or is this not? And we were like, oh, no, this is, like, real people, um, which was so freaky. It's so scary, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> because, and not, like, because they are acting it's it's a testament to their acting like cartoons, which they're supposed to do and they do well. Yeah. Like, um, and then all like the it's so brightly lit and everyone is so smooth. Yeah, I was also, <laughs> I was gonna say probably probably also a testament to uh, the age of the DVD itself. Oh, it's that's not, true. It's not the crispest crisp crispest <laughs> crispest crispin Glover. <laughs> um, it's not the crispin Glover. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> uh, and then also, it's just a testament to. I keep saying testament. It's just it just is um, indicative of the fact that you know she watches like the CGI stuff that might look yeah very uh, real yeah you know and and that line is blurring in a way that made me very uncomfortable when she said that. I, I was know. like, what is well, that? Well, especially because I oh, especially because I feel like we try. We are not. We are not a household that says. No screen time, obviously. I think we know that screen time is valuable and can be valuable. I think there are things that children can learn from watching yeah. uh, certain shows. And and it's more about uh, a conversation with them, m- much like most things. Having a conversation with them about how things are not real and... You know what you know what it all means, and and exploring like oh why do all their bodies look the same and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and how that's bad and whatever, um, but that is not something that I ever considered would need to be a part of those conversations of like right. these are real people and these are not real people and this is a cartoon but it's made with uh, computers so it looks more real it's made to look real right and this is real but it's made yeah with, yeah exactly like, yeah totally yeah um high school musical high i watched school musical. it you watched it we Great. did it i didn't i yeah you didn't hate it no i didn't like it Right. But it's not for me, so I don't hate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, It was like, and the songs are catchy. <laughs> um, Wait till we get to those other ones, It would baby. feel very stupid for me to be like, I hated this. <laughs> it's like, well, it's for children. <laughs> and uh, calm down. But does that mean it's stupid for me to say, and I'm not actually saying this, but it, does that mean it's stupid for me to say that I liked it? No. 
I'm just curious. No, it's not. The end. <laughs> it's not. I don't know what to tell you. I like for we're about to talk about some more dumb shit. Hey, the second movie that that, that I like a lot. So I don't think um, you know I, everyone likes stupid shit, and everyone should be allowed to, and everyone it, it's great. <laughs> I like both of these stupid shits. Shall yeah. we move on to the second stupid shit? <laughs> yeah. What's the connection? It's an easy one. It's an easy one. So Zach Efron and Hugh Jackman were in The Greatest Showman. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. This one was so easy that I even thought of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, didn't, I, it didn't take me long. Not like some of those. Um, and then uh, the next movie is X-Men. Days of Future Past from 2014, directed by Brian Singer, <laughs> who is apparently a monster. <laughs> Great. Has been canceled, <laughs> which seems like a good idea. <laughs> oh, no. Um, IMDb summary. The X-Men send Wolverine to the past in a desperate effort to change history and prevent an event that results in doom for both humans and mutants. Bum, bum, bum. So this one. <laughs> buh, uh, buh. What's really funny is that I, as you heard last week, was like, wait, which one is Days of Future Past? I couldn't remember which one it was. Um, and we put it on and I was like, oh, this is the one I really like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why right now. Okay. Real quick. Okay. This movie has it all okay it has time travel it has a heist feel to it it has superheroes and including the dynamic duo of Stuart and McKellen yeah it has ridiculous fight scenes and it has Peter Dinklage I mean come on literally couldn't be better it has everything I would not call that duo that dynamic in this movie i mean not in this one but in general <laughs> i would say they are doing a lot of sitting a lot they of are. leaning hey come on now <laughs> he walked out that cape flowed he did a thing yeah 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 no i <laughs> i love them both and it was very nice to see them together yes yeah. so, so okay so, days of future past is part of the the kind of like second coming of the x-men franchise we had the first one which was Stuart and mckellen Halle Berry, all that jazz, right? Mm. Which was how many movies? Three? I can break it down. Break it down now. So this is the seventh X-Men movie. So you've got the first <laughs> trilogy, X-Men, X2, and X-Men The Last Stand. Mm -hmm. Then they did X-Men Origins Wolverine, which was supposed to be the start of many X-Men Origins movies, including X-Men Origins Magneto, which probably would have been good, but mm -hmm. they never made it. <laughs> then after that one, they started X-Men the new kind of generation. So mm -hmm. starting with first class. Yes. Then they made the Wolverine, which was the next Wolverine solo movie where he just goes off to next Japan. Next and last, right? Because no. it's like the end of his life. No, no, no. The Wolverine is the one where he's in Japan. Oh, shit. You're thinking of Logan, which comes later. I am later. thinking of Logan. Then seventh movie, X-Men Days of Future Past, is a combination of the next generation and the first trilogy Coming together in a time travel adventure that makes 
No sense. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's the best. It's the best. I love it. I love it. And it's I, so I great. also I also love it. It does not need to make sense for me. No. There's so much stuff that makes zero sense in it that I love. And I will say I have a I really love the X-Men movies, mm-hmm. even though they're some of them are terrible. Yeah. But like the line between a good and terrible X-Men movie is like not that clear. <laughs> you know what I mean? People really hated X-Men Apocalypse, and I was like, this is like essentially it. just an X-Men movie. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so um the reason I love this movie and I love the X-Men movies is because they are messy. <laughs> and they, that feels like comic books to me. It feels like okay. you're gonna get some that are not good. You're going to get some that are great. You're going to get a lot of chaff and wheat. Is that something? I don't know. Um, and, you know, <laughs> you're go- it's like, it's like they're, I don't know. These feel messy to me, you know, and this is the messiest one of all because it's just everybody in a blender. <laughs> it really is. And so, along with that, with that sloppiness, there's this. I said messy. You said sloppy. I'm I mean, saying. I'm trying to change it up. Yeah. There's this real feeling of of uh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, don't worry yeah. about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even in the like explanation of time travel, first of all, it's um, uh, Kitty Pride, right? Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's Elliot Page, and Kitty Pride is like zapping a brain. I I don't know what her powers are, but her I didn't powers think are she can walk through walls. Right? Why? Why can she zap a brain to <laughs> go back so in time? Confused. I have no idea, and I don't care. And they never explain it. There's a very brief thing of like explaining to what time travel is, like why she can do this and why what's happening. Right? His consciousness goes into his younger body. Yes, and it's just like his consciousness goes into his younger body. Don't worry about it. Don't worry <laughs> right. about it. Don't worry about it. And then it's like. Oh, but we can't do it to you, Professor, because, like, you freak the fuck out. And Wolverine's like, what if my brain can heal immediately? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, it's just so, like, good at the, like, don't worry about it. Look over here. Don't worry about it. Look over here. And it's so well done. And I love it so, so much. And when the movie starts, so the world has gone to shit. We're in this alternate future, or not alternate, just, like, we're in a future timeline um, where sentinels are hunting mutants and stuff yeah. and, and, and there's concentration camps and it's like, yeah. And this, sentinel. A, oh, sorry. God. And it's like a crazy thing. And you're, I guess you're expected to believe this is how the X-Men that we met in the first trilogy would wind up. Right. You know, if, de- depending on how all this happens in the past, but also like, Patrick Stewart's character, Professor X, doesn't he die in the third X-Men yes! movie? Like it doesn't, so, like, he's just back in, in the future. I know, which was why it was, like, so fun. I yeah. think this one I was so excited about, because I feel like that was definitely one of the big, like, secrets um, about whether or not he was going to be in it, because oh. he's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, a big secret, and it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's James McAvoy is in this one. Right. Like, shh. Don't okay. worry about it, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. <laughs> right. And then he shows up and you're like, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they never explain how or why he's there. Right. Mm. Um, the other thing I really like, and this is related to what I'm talking about, is that it's messy. But the other thing I really like about it is mm. that the ethos of this movie is like, it's all true. Everything that happened before is true. Yeah. Like every timeline that you're thinking of, the fact that the math doesn't work, the fact that it's like, oh, in 20 years, 
uh, he goes from Michael Fassbender to Ian McKellen. Like that's a rough <laughs> twenty years or whatever. But especially as a mutant, right? But don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that ethos of like we're gonna do what we want to do. It's it's. Uh, I'm not saying these are like avant-garde independent films. They are corporate products that are like influence. Like, but all those sloppy, messy decisions all going into one bucket and then having to make them all reconcile yeah to me is like the fun is so fun mm-hmm. and i mean i'm just rambling for a second here but like my favorite like grant morrison is probably my favorite uh superhero comic book writer and he wrote this run of batman that is just like essentially the again the ethos behind it is like it's all true this thing that happened in the 40s really happened and it happened to Batman, the same Batman, you know, from the two thousands and like just fucking deal with it. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's all true. All these things happened. Yeah. Get like, get on board. You know what I mean? And that thing of like, stop trying to make it work. And you know, the, you can compare these, this franchise to like Marvel Mm -hmm. and Marvel's like, obviously has, more control over what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, like, like it's more, uh, I don't know. I don't even want to say thought out, but it's just like controlled. Yeah. And this is like, meticulous fucking planned. knows yeah. what's going to happen in this X-Men movie. <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't know. I kind of love that more. And I'm just, I'm just kind of repeating, uh, what we've already said. No, that's great. Um, no, sorry. I'm just looking at my notes so I can uh, try and Well, I'll, I'm going to shout out Michael Fassbender. Hell yeah. I'm going to shout him out. Shout out the He's fast. at home. He's listening to it. Um, but no, I think he is so good. Yeah. As Magneto. He's so, uh, like, I, I don't know what it is. He's magnetic in a way that, I mean, he, you know, he's also in those those new newer um, alien movies that Ridley Scott did, Prometheus yeah. and Covenant. and. He is the reason to watch those. Like, he is just so good and serious (laughs) and takes it so seriously. And Magneto has the thing where he does the arms in front. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like... Well, his magnetic powers shoot out of his fingertips. Right. It's some (laughs) goofy-ass shit. So fucking goofy. Yeah. I love watching him do it because he's so serious. Yeah. It's so great. No, I love him. I love uh, McAvoy as Mm -hmm. uh, Professor X. I think he does a really good job, especially in this one. He has... There's a whole, so they send Wolverine back in time Yeah, because it back in time, Mystique shoots the man who has Trask, Trask who invented the Sentinels. Sentinels? Yep. Jesus. Back in time, Mystique <laughs> shoots the man who invents the Sentinels. And that is what starts that. That is what convinces the world that they need to have these machines to, get rid of the mutants because um, mutants are bad. Uh, and then there's a th- kind of a throwaway line about how how it devolves into awfulness, but it, it makes perfect sense where it's like, first the Sentinels are just hunting mutants, and then it turns into them distinguishing the gene um, that two people will make a mutant. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, I that, so then yeah. they're killing humans too, and, yeah. and it's a whole thing. Um, so they send Wolverine back to stop Mystique doing that and 
and in a very and in another very like don't worry about it, don't worry about it they're like it's gonna take magneto and professor x at a time when the two of them couldn't be further apart because right. at the end of the last one magneto shoots uh professor x accidentally and that's how he's in a wheelchair during the cuban missile crisis <laughs> right and then in between the movies there's this whole other backstory that they like about jfk's assassination yeah. that could be its own movie yeah. that they just like hint at having happened between these two movies i know it's so great it's i just love how uh just off the wall. Yeah. Is. But yeah, so Professor X has really <laughs> has really lost himself um and is taking drugs and so he can walk, yeah. but it suppresses his powers. It's a whole thing. But anyway, the point is James McAvoy does such a great job. He's like shooting up. Like yes. He's, like, he's got the tie on his arm and yeah. he's like, you know, they're like, oh, it's a it's a it's a drug for his mutation. And it's like, okay, we know what the metaphor that, is. That here. the beast is taking to help control he because the beast is like, Oh, I only take enough can to you like. Can you imagine listening it. to this if you don't know <laughs> anything about these movies? You're like, what, what the fuck are they talking about? Like this uh, uh Nicholas Holt though as the beast. Love Nicholas yeah. no love a little Nicholas Holt in my sure, movie. Sure, he's great. Um I really loved him in The Great. Yeah. Uh Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, like it's so funny to me that um Hugh Jackman is also a musical theater person. And not, I don't know what I'm saying here, but just like it's not it's not that thing where I'm like, I can't believe that Wolverine is also the greatest showman, but I kind of can't believe that the Wolverine is also the greatest showman just in the way that it's like, you can make your body look like that. And you want to like sing and dance. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's a showman. He is like, well, like you might say, no, but you he, might say, you might say he's a, one of the showmen. He's a Wolverine showman. Yeah. is what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but what I mean by that is like, Hugh Jackman is a, is like an actor. He really is. Like he's great. I love him. Yeah. I I loved uh Bad Education which came out yes. yeah. this year. Oh my god, yes. He's so good in that. He's really great. Um but and he's so good in everything. But yeah. uh, not, you know, not not everything, but he, he's great. He's great. Um I love him. But it's always fun but to go back and forth with him yeah, and and, he, and but, see him do both of them really well. Yeah, and he has big like acting vibes and i don't mean that as a criticism like i'm <laughs> an actor and i act yeah yeah um uh jennifer lawrence yeah is in this um here's the thing <laughs> Moving on. here's the thing um we all had like a jennifer lawrence assance where we all loved her and she's in a thousand things and i think she's very talented she i never saw winter's bone you saw it right yeah because that's what she won the Oscar for? Yes? No? I Maybe. Know. I don't know if she won an Oscar. She probably did. I don't know. Because she tripped up the steps. Remember? Oh, that was for Winter. Oh, okay. Was it after Winter's Ball? I don't know. Maybe it was for Silver Linings Playbook. Anyway. Maybe it was for Joy. <laughs> Maybe it was there was for... a, there was definitely buzz around her and Winter's Bone because yeah, that that's how the, that was her breakout I... role. Yeah, is what you're saying. Um, and she's she's I think she's a great actress. I think she is terrible in these x-men movies as mystique <laughs> and and i had kind of forgotten about it and then i was watching it and i was like oh it's just such a shame and i don't think it's her fault necessarily no. but i i think uh, and honestly i think some of the problem is just that like mystique is yeah a I, bad character i think it's <laughs> very weird how much of these movies hang on mystique well and it's literally just like oh we can have a sexy lady with her body painted yeah right so I think we have to have mystique right what 
I think it's very <laughs> strange that they went with Mystique as like <laughs> the female lead of the second X-Men trilogy. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's also like, I just feel bad for, felt bad for Rebecca Romaine in the first trilogy. Mm. I feel bad for her, for Jennifer Lawrence in these, because it's just seems difficult. Yeah. And you can't, it's hard to see her path. Like it's, it's a weird look. The slicked back, bright red hair. Mm-hmm. And the yellow CGI eyes. Yeah. It's just hard to get past all that. Yeah, um, it's a weird It's thing. a lot of baggage to be carrying around as an actor, I think, probably. Yeah. Speaking of CGI eyes, fun fact. Did you know that I'm a mutant? No. What's your power? <laughs> so, I have something called heterochromia, Mm -hmm. which is the thing that David Bowie had. Although, no, actually, David Bowie didn't have it. Everyone thought he had it. People have, where you have two different color eyes, right? David Bowie didn't actually have heterochromia. He had a pupil that was bigger than the other one and made him look like he had heterochromia. Fun facts with Liza. (laughs) Um, That's a different podcast. (laughs) So heterochromia is two different color eyes, but there are different kinds of heterochromia. There is complete heterochromia, which is one eye is one color and the other eye is a different color. Kate Bosworth? Sure. Is that who I'm thinking of? There's an actress Possibly named Kate Bosworth. Yeah. Who has it? Um, Lois Lane in Superman Returns. Mm-hmm, that's her. Um, there's sectoral or partial heterochromia, which means like a chunk of your iris is a different color. And then there's also central heterochromia, which is there's a ring that's a different color. Mm-hmm. And I have central and sectoral or partial heterochromia. And heterochromia is a genetic mutation. I love that for you. I'm a mutant. You're a mutant. that's all great i love that i love that for you i love that for me (laughs) that's why people always comment on my eyes because i'm a mutant (laughs) well no you have nice eyes (laughs) is nice eyes a mutation um that's fascinating i love that is it (laughs) um let's see the climax is really fun with Fastbender in the stadium, I you know if, if it's like Fastbender in the stadium versus Tom Hardy in the stadium in Dark Knight Rises, I'm gonna take Fastbender every time. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I is it like is it good? No. <laughs> Do I love it? Of the X Men movies, well, that's like what if was, we're gonna rank all of that's them. That's exactly what I was. It's gonna in say. the top half. What's your favorite X Men oh, movie? Oh God, this is. All of them. I've put them all in oh, front God, of Oh, God, I forgot about Deadpool. Yeah. So there's 13 of them, including the new mutants, which we haven't seen. That's the one that oh. we haven't seen. Okay. I mean... It's... It honestly might be this one. This might be my top one. I think... Yeah. I think you're probably right. Yeah. X-Men 2 is pretty good. X-Men 2 is pretty good. I liked uh, Apocalypse... Yeah, um, I like Apocalypse. You know, Dark people f- fucking hated Dark Phoenix. Really, I know. really hated it. And I, I remember thinking, like, yeah, this is just as stupid as the rest of them. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. this doesn't feel more stupid than than the rest of them. And I like these movies. So. Yeah. Wait, which one does um does Phoenix die in? Spoiler alert. 
does the first one like Femke the first Jensen? Yeah, Fem, which one does she, is that? That's X Men Three: The Last Stand. That's the last stand. Yeah. I really like that one. You know what? That one I don't like that one, mm. but it's interesting how much this movie um, doesn't try to sweep that one under the rug because I think that one was widely regarded as like kind of a failure. I remember there was something about people being mad about it. Yeah, I don't really. I haven't watched it since. In many, many years. I've watched maybe the first two X-Men and, like, some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, th- it's it's interesting. Like, like you've got, like, Kelsey Grammer shows up mm-hmm. and... and, and um, as you, Beast. As Beast. And, you know, just a bunch of things from that movie, like, that show up in this one that are referenced. And it's like, oh, this movie likes all the movies. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's like everything's true, kind of what I was saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I also liked Logan, but I don't remember it very well. I thought, yeah, I, thought I really Logan liked Logan. Yeah, but I feel like it's I don't know. I mean, I mean, I know it's part of this universe, but the ones that are specifically one character feel like a different thing to me. I don't know. Great. Yes, I agree. Doesn't matter. Well, I mean, none of this matters. Why are we doing this <laughs> podcast? Honestly, like what? Like who? You know, who asked know. for this? Um, I will also say so. This movie. I I like watching it. I would not say many of the characters like there's just so much going on. Yeah. That and there's so many cameos. It's like Halle Berry shows up as Storm and like there's all the it's like so many kind of like underdeveloped sounds pejorative and I don't mean it to, but just like mm-hmm. quick hits of characters. Yeah. The only character in this movie who gets like a full like introduction and has it doesn't have an arc, but just like kind of as an arc gets like introduced in a way that you want all your characters to be introduced and like have fun with is Quicksilver is Peter Maximov or whatever and he this is his first movie as the X-Men in the X-Men franchise or whatever I think he shows up in the others yeah but that sequence in this is so fun yeah it doesn't make any sense they never like explain why Wolverine knows about him and why I, you well, they do, but I don't remember what it is. Doesn't he just say, like, I know a guy. I know a kid. I met yeah. a kid. But I feel like we saw that happen in one of the X-Men movies. We did? In one of the Wolverine ones. I might be wrong. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It do- hey, I value you. It does matter. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I could be easily forgetting something because there's, there's a lot. 15 movies and whatever. Yeah. Um, and they're all nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, the, his introduction is great, and the sequence with the heist that you were talking about earlier, yes. where they have to break Magneto. Uh, Magneto out of a prison cell, a hundred feet under, hundred stories under the Pentagon. The Pentagon! It's literal. It's literal national treasure. Shit. And they, we need to break Magneto yes. out of a jail in the Pentagon. It's awesome, and they do such a fun job. They have so much fun with his powers. Yes. Um, well, in a that, way that the so much of these movies sometimes, I mean, oh, sorry, God. No, I was just going to say, that is something I will say for this movie. I thought, and I'd interested, interested to hear what you think, the CGI looked incredible in this. Like, yeah. that scene looks so good. That scene looks awesome. The I love the stadium stuff in the end. Yeah. There's obviously so much CGI. The CGI scene where um, Magneto flies to intercept a train that's... Transporting, to reprogram the Sentinels, yeah. Uh, transporting the Sentinels, he 
uh, magnets up some <laughs> train track and uses the metal to kind of like get into the Sentinels and reprogram them mm-hmm. raises a lot of questions for me about his powers. About like there's okay. some electronics where he just like control like there's he he goes to walk through a turnstile right and he like zaps the card thing and I was like well why didn't he just move the metal turnstile yeah he's not uh, <laughs> Zapito he's Magneto <laughs> um but. That, magnets. <laughs> that, yeah, that part with the train, I remember looking bad. And I don't like the look of those of the Sentinels when they are uh, in the future. Okay. Because they just look like nondescript kind of... They're, they're doing like a nanotechnology thing that ends up just looking muddy to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. She did a nerd uh, <laughs> gesture at me. Um um anyway so yeah i don't know i just feel like because there's so much cgi in it and i think it it looks i think it looks good it didn't take me out of it uh we forgot to say i mean both of these these films are disney so they're available on disney plus now that's a little it's questionable for me though but not it doesn't matter but like obviously you have to pay for disney plus but we do so we have access to it um but you know disney likes to be a bitch about what they release and what they don't so whatever we get rid of, it's possible that they'll just yoink that right off Disney Plus and we'll never see it again. Yeah. I they guess love we to really put shit about in a vault. Why we own these. Like like we own high school musical, make two thousand six or whatever. Yeah. Makes sense. Picked it up at you know, I always say we picked it up at Target or whatever when we're buying toilet paper. Yeah. Um the X Men movies I like kind of was like collecting for a while while. i was like i was like we're gonna build up a little library of all the x-men movies and like i don't know if we got there no do we have do we have the deadpool movies we got a screener of one of them of deadpool 2 we have a screener of deadpool 2 2. great that i have destroyed because i'm a good member in good standing with the wga absolutely absolutely so i destroy all of them okay um (laughs) but uh yeah, so we have a lot of these movies. Yeah, on a lot of the franchise, um, on and it's a real messy two. franchise. Are we getting into the part where it's port? Are we getting into the part where we discuss what we're getting rid of? Yeah. Okay. That's where we are. Great. We've we've seamlessly migrated to this. Wow, section you didn't of even the, know the podcast. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to get rid of high school music. <laughs> But that's me. <laughs> um, I think it's it's got to be High School Musical. Sorry, I mean, buddy. I mean, and and you even said you don't reach for it. Exactly, I don't reach for it. It's not. No, honestly, it's not like it's it's not my favorite one. If it was High School Musical two or three, we might have a, a conversation. But uh, the first one, yeah, it it can go. It can go. Great. Um, thanks for the 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 laughter and the good times. High School Musical. Yeah. What are we going to do with that one? feels like we should give that to somebody special. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. I meant like a child or someone who might enjoy it. Not Got like, it. Got it. Um, Got it. <laughs> uh, we're recruiting a third for our marriage and we're going to give them high school musical. Welcome. <laughs> Great. Jesus. Let me pull up the spreadsheet. Pull up that spreadsheet. Hey. What is it, 1321? Yeah, I hope we pick some nice, relaxing movies, because it has been a stressful week. Yeah. All right, let's pick next week's Deathmatch.
Hey Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 778. 778 is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> From 2012. Uh-huh. Magic Mike. Hey! Hell yeah! I... Oh, genuinely excited. Genuinely excited. I will not spoil how I feel about Magic Mike. Let's see what's coming up against it. Hey, Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 1,253. Interesting. From 2005, Walk the Line. <gasps> oh, we were just talking about it. Were we? Yeah, because uh, I don't remember why. <laughs> All right, next week's movies are Magic Mike and Walk the Line. Walk the Line. Wow. Uh, Walk the Line, directed by James Mangold, who also directed The Wolverine and Logan. Wow. So There's the connection. Pretty interesting <laughs> thing to say that I just said. <laughs> um, cool. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm pumped about that. Pumped. One of those movies is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> one of those movies I have not watched since we saw it in the theater <laughs> because I did not care for it. You'll never guess which one. Um, hey, guys. Thanks for listening, especially if you got this far. We're DVD Nuffmatch in all of the places. We got the Insta. We got the Twitter. We got the Gmail. We got the World Wide Web. Um, we love you. Okay. We love you. Yeah, and we're right. proud of you. Okay? All right? <laughs> You're doing your best, and that's all that matters, okay? I mean that sincerely. Someone is, like, crying right now. Like, they weren't Aww. ready. They weren't ready for it. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, oh, I'm listening to my little movie podcast. And they're just, like, <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> um, all right. Well, come back next week and see who survives. DVD, DVD Deathmatch. It's literally just like, well, he agreed to do another film. Right. <laughs> oh, that that might be my beard. Oh. I was so scared <laughs> for some reason. Well, no, cut that out. I was going to like kind of hint at what the spoiler yeah, is. Yeah, we know. I, I want to talk about it so bad. You know what though. I will? Because that's like one of my favorite scenes is that that's the heist. Well, that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. If you shut the fuck up for a second. Okay. <laughs> He takes two sips of beer. <laughs> <laughs> and he's abusive. And he's a fucking sassafras. <laughs> um, 